0: Today is Thursday, August 4th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp online therapy will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. We're starting today with some analysis of the primary election results from Tuesday. While the victory in Kansas to preserve the right to an abortion led the headlines, today we have results in candidate races. Also on the ballot in Kansas was the Republican primary for Secretary of State. This elected position is important because this is the person who Trump calls when he wants someone to find 11,780 votes, hypothetically. On Tuesday, Republican incumbent Scott Schwab, who has repeatedly rejected Trump's false claims of voter fraud, won his primary against an election denier. However, in Michigan, Peter Mayer became the second Republican primary candidate who voted in favor of Trump's impeachment and ended up losing his primary. On the slightly brighter side, Mayer lost more narrowly than he was expected to, to election denier John Gibbs, who will now run for Mayer's House seat. In the Michigan governor's race, MAGA candidate Tudor Dixon won the Republican primary and will compete against Gretchen Whitmer in what will be a competitive race for the governorship. Hard to say if a name like Tudor Dixon, which sounds like she could be cast on the Real Housewives of the Confederacy, will turn out to be an electoral liability. In Arizona, openly racist MAGA candidate Blake Masters won the Republican Senate primary and will go up against Democratic incumbent Mark Kelly. So, Arizona can have a hateful business bro or an astronaut who stood by his wife after an assassination attempt. Choose wisely. In the state government races, January 6 witness Rusty Bowers lost the Republican primary for State House Speaker of Arizona. And the Republican nominee for Secretary of State will be Mark Fincham, a casual member of the Oath Keepers militia. I think if you're out here joining a baby army group as a hobby instead of, you know, maybe volunteering in the actual army, you miss the boat on serving your country. And in quite a shocking story from yesterday, Congresswoman from Indiana Jackie Walorski was killed in a two car collision. Walorski has been a representative since 2013 and was slated to defend her congressional seat in November against Democrat Paul Sturry. Newly published court records show that just like the Secret Service and the Department of Homeland Security, the Pentagon also erased a potential trove of texts related to January 6th. These deleted texts are specifically those on the phones of senior Defense Department and Army officials, who were the individuals responsible for mobilizing the National Guard to respond to the insurrection. One of these individuals was acting Secretary of Defense Christopher Miller, who Trump appointed after he lost the election in November, and then fired Mark Esper. There were 14 formal requests made to send in the National Guard on January 6th before they were finally deployed. According to court filings, the erasure of these texts was done in keeping with Defense Department and Army policy for departing employees. Regardless of the fact that the January 6th committee has asked Pentagon leaders to preserve all communication related to the insurrection. And also one might just think, perhaps I should keep a record of the coup. Maybe whoever figured out how to permanently delete government records can please start mass deleting nudes in the cloud to protect against revenge porn. The founder of Infowars and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones is currently on trial in Texas to determine how much money he owes the families of Sandy Hook victims after he spread lies for years that their deaths were hooks. The plaintiffs are seeking damages of $150 million, but that's not what I'm here to report. I'm here to report that during the trial yesterday, It was revealed that Alex Jones's own lawyer accidentally sent the opposing counsel, the lawyers of the Sandy Hook parents, the entire contents of Alex Jones's phone, including his hidden financial statements and medical records. The lawyers for the Sandy Hook parents even let Jones's lawyer know that they had received this so that they could retract them or claim them as privileged. But when they received no response from Jones's team, they essentially watched Jones commit perjury with easily provable lies now that they had his phone records. And the cherry on top of this story is that the January 6th committee is now preparing to subpoena these text messages, which may prove to be interesting given that Jones has already been featured in committee hearings due to his close ties with Oathkeepers leader Stuart Rhodes. These people are simply not smart enough to corrupt this hard. We can only hope that these Jones texts prove to be the Anthony Wiener's laptop of 2022. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a great way to show up for yourself and invest in your well-being at a time when things can be more stressful than ever. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. Join over two million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. So many people are now using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Visit BetterHelp.com/announcements to get 10% off your first month. That's Better H-E-L-P at BetterHelp.com/announcements. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.